Yo, welcome to the Hive Hustle Podcast. Uh, I appreciate y'all being here. We're going to delve into the street culture, whether that be rap, hip-hop, crump, roller skating, uh, even R&B. It's official now. The Hive Hustle Podcast about to sit you down. Go and fix your crown. This ain't a grain of salt. Pick your brain and thoughts, even through a major loss. Still remain a boss. I got a great guest today. Uh, my bro Carlos Ferrar. Hey, what up, what up man? man? Hey, Appreciate you, you being me, bro. here, bro. Thanks for having me, man. Man, I've known him. I think since like two early two thousands, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably like two thousand seven, eight, yeah, maybe yep, maybe yep, six. Yep. Bro, I remember when all like LVAC practices. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> man. Well, hey. I appreciate you being here, bro. Um, it means a lot that you'll come on the show, even though we've known each other for a while. We barely see each other in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've watched your journey since back then, bro. Thank Going on tour with Genuine. Man, I've watched it. all of it. I listen to your music. I, I am a fan. You, thank you. Um, you are on the playlist. Thank you. Thank so, um, but I want to start first because my podcast is very inspired by the R&B Money podcast. Oh, dope. You know what I'm saying? Tank and Jay Valentine really, really (laughs) like, they're dope to me. Like, their podcast is really dope. So I'm kind of on the same wave. Like, I like to get to know that person. Mm -hmm. So where did it start? Like, I know you from Michigan? Uh, Detroit, yep. Yeah, so where did it start? Tell us. Um, I know it's one of the basic questions. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Let's get it Uh, in. I mean, it started basically just me doing talent shows in my my dad's living room. Whoa, like I was in front of the family, yeah, just in front of the family, really just kind of developing from there. And uh, I think the first time I sang for my mom, she kind of like took a liking to it and was like, you know, you should, she kind of persuaded my dad to like. But how old was that? Uh, that probably was like seven or eight, okay, ish. And that's so early, yeah, pretty early. Um, I was always singing and dancing anyway, Mm -hmm. but like around that time when I was. I guess I started to like kind of develop like a little tone a little bit. And she's like, oh, maybe you could do something with this. Mm-hmm. And my dad was an artist. So mm-hmm. she kind of was like, well, maybe you should, uh, you know, take a look at your son and, you know. So your dad was an artist. So you yeah, grew he, up in a musical family. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yep, yep. Okay. He did. He had the band over in the basement. And, you know, that that inspired me too. You know, with our fathers, you know, a lot of times we want to, you know, make them proud. Our, oh, yeah. Both our parents, but like, yeah. you know, when you're a son, as a dad, man, you yeah, definitely want to make your dad, dad proud. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was cool when I, I noticed that. Not saying he wouldn't give me attention, but like, you know, when you do things like that, they like that they like. Yeah, they gonna give you. They like, oh, oh okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of took hold of that and kept going with it. And when uh, did you come to Vegas? Uh, I moved to Vegas right after I graduated high school. So and I graduated early. So I was seventeen. Like what year was six? Okay, so yeah. right when you moved here, I kind of like yeah, met you. Yeah, because yeah, I was out. I was outside, bro. Yeah, I know. I was trying to meet people. Yeah, like, you was connect, networking like a mug. I didn't have. I didn't know anybody here, so it was like it, I was sad at first because I it was like ripped away from your home, my home where yeah. I grew up at, and then I was just quick with it, like out on the strips singing, trying to sell little CDs. You know, CDs hey, I remember in. them days. Yeah, when CDs were in, and uh, I had I wasn't CDs because I wasn't an artist, but I was the Selling the t-shirts out the trunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Hey. So, basically, you're a musician. Do you just sing? Do you write music? Do you uh, produce? Yeah, I songwrite. I actually was uh, around the time, maybe 11, I think the first time my dad took me to the studio, um, he was like, listen, 
I ain't writing your songs, so you gotta write them. Oh, <laughs> he like put the so you, cause, eleven cause years old. You really started like kind of vulgar. Like he's one of them R and B singers, like yeah. R Kelly. Like I get yeah. it. Yeah. So and I was eleven. Yeah. So he wasn't really like into like you know trying to dumb down what he was doing. His creative process. Yeah. So you like look, if you can write your own songs, and I'll take to the studio and I'll pay for that for for you to record them. Hey. So from that, I kind of just started taking poetry or linking up with people at school, and we kind of just started writing songs from mm-hmm. there. Um, and and it just kind of took off from there. Um, I still write songwrite. I work with other songwriters too. Okay. Because I think it's important to collab with okay. people. Kinda... What would you say is a um like an artist that you really loved writing writing for? Um, right now my little cousin Amira is super she's challenging. Really? Because she's not she's not grown. She ain't like a little kid either though. So mm. like and then she's a teenager. So it's you gotta really tap into like, okay, if I was a sixteen year old girl, like, you know what I mean? In twenty twenty three, yeah, in twenty twenty three, you gotta really tap into like, okay, what would I be talking about or like, what what would I feel? It's it's it's, it's interesting, like the journey of like writing for different people. Um, she's definitely the most challenging one to write for right now. And then my daughter also, she's thirteen, so trying to you know get her write songs for her, it's uh it's different because I'm wow. not a woman and I'm not a teenager, so right. literally, <laughs> it's, it's definitely tough. That's definitely uh. A skill that you have to ac- yeah. acquire yeah. through time, yeah. I would say. Like same thing with like designing logos or T-shirt designs or anything. Like you're working with somebody else's creative idea, Definitely. and you kind of have to cater to them. So that's crazy. Yeah, man. It's, Dang, it's cool. Okay, well now, um, obviously we mentioned earlier you you went on tour with Genuine. Yeah, that was probably one of the biggest moments of your career, or. For like, sure. Definitely. Um, so the first time I went on tour was with Mike Sean. And when he was signed to Interscope um, back in like 2000. Dang, Yeah, that was my dog. And so we, that's how I was dancing. That's when I was like just dancing. Yeah, I remember. Focusing on the dancing. And uh, I ended up getting the opportunity to go on the BT Black College Tour with him in 2008. And that okay. was the first time I toured, like on a tour bus. And it was different. Wow. So we fast forward to 2016. And uh, my manager at the time was also, you know, a part of Genuine's team. And uh, he was like, yo, I'm putting a tour together for you. And G agreed to co-headline it with you. So it, that's that's pretty much how it happened. <laughs> it was. So did G become like more of a big brother or was it like strictly business? Yeah, no, that was more like a big brother. I, I, I looked at some interviews like you was in the interview with him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was his first. It was, I mean, obviously, you got to get, you know, you got to build those You build a relationship. Yeah. Um, and it was our relationship was through my manager at the time. Mm. Um, but I kept coming around and I was I kept opening. And okay. he's like, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm going I'm to show you the ropes. When he agreed to do the tour, that's when it was more like, all right, it's my little bro. You know, I'm going to help you out and you know, try to get you as many looks as I can. Um, That's dope. Because I was already doing, like, spot dates with him before that. Mm-hmm. And the tour kind of was just, like, the icing on the cake type of situation. Yeah. You still have a relationship with him? Oh, yeah, yeah, We talk here and there. That's He's a busy cool. guy, so, you know. Hey, he <laughs> he more viral than a lot of, like, yeah, young artists. Yeah, he, I'm like, damn, Genuine got a new new video <laughs> out doing something crazy. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's get it. He finds a way. Hey. It's so funny because a lot of people don't understand. Like, that's all strategic, bro. Like, Bro, very. <laughs> like, I, people think... I'm People like, think it's it's random. No, yeah, nah, they do that all, on purpose. Like the whole Usher Kiki Palmer thing. Yep. So so planned. So strategic. So, so strategic. It Bro, was brilliant. I I was on a project with Ray J and Raz B recently. Like a web develop. I was a web developer for them. Dope. And seeing like the inner inside stuff. Yeah. And seeing like okay, half of this stuff is scripted. Yeah, yeah. And it's not. Like it's not natural. Yeah, it's not natural. Yeah, it's just like and, it, and people bite on it. Yeah, like they bite on it. So he's like, all right, cool. We gotta get their attention. So 
They get it. <laughs> in the heart of artistic innovation and urban vibrancy, Swarm Culture stands as a dynamic and captivating brand that serves as both a sanctuary and a launching pad for crump dancing, roller skating, hip hop, and street culture. Through curated events, workshops, performances, and collaborations, Swarm Brand strives to empower individuals from all walks of life, celebrating diversity and inspiring unity through the shared language of art. Visit us today at swarmeverything.com. Left field real quick. <laughs> the argument of Chris Brown and Mike. Hey, do you feel oh, that man. Chris Brown is the new Mike? Uh, or as an R&B head yourself, do you feel like he hasn't gotten there yet? I feel like it's like the Michael and LeBron debate. You know what I mean? Like, like right of our time. I'm not going to say of our time because Chris Brown is the same age as me. So I'm going to say of the, the generation after us, their yeah. time, I think Chris Brown is their Michael Jackson. But I'm never going to say Chris Brown is better than Michael Jackson. Like, Got that's you. Just not, okay. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That makes sense. And I feel the same <laughs> way. Like, this, if you was born late 90s, yeah, yeah, you grew up think, on Chris Brown. Yeah, you, yeah. You grew up. Like, you run, it was, run It was when you were like seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's us when we were born in the 80s, growing up on Seeing, uh, Michael J- Thriller and, and all One More Time and yeah. all of those. We grew up on those. Yeah. So I can understand that. I just don't think he's gotten enough years to be timeless as Mike. Yeah. I, that's my personal and opinion. I, you know, I think the the pace that they put music out now is kind it's of way different. different. about to drop another album. And it's yeah. like... Uh, bro, didn't you was, come out with... Yeah, it's like... 24 there songs? There were gaps <laughs> between these artists putting out albums. Yeah. Like when Usher put out My Way, that was 97. Then he put out 8701 in 2001. Yeah. And he put out Confessions in 2004. People are putting out an album every year. You know what I mean? It was time to kind of grow and give people, like, anticipated to see you. And I was like, oh, no, Chris, I have another album out next 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 year. It ain't nothing, you know? Do you feel as an artist that is smart or, like... Because I noticed that J. Cole don't put out a lot of albums. Yeah, As I think art. it it worked for certain people. Like it'll work for J. Cole. People love J. Cole. I love J. Cole. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm whatever he puts out, I'm gonna listen to. If he put it out on the consistent basis of like every few months, I don't know. I feel like it's like you lose that like I don't know, man. That oomph. Like just when you're seeing somebody all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, I, I feel like you have as a as a as a creative, you have to go back in your bag. Yeah. And no matter like, what. And top, I'm, that's how I create. Like, I'm more of like, all right, I put out this album in 2020, my last album. Now I'm going to mm. put out another one. It's going to be January 2024. Okay. I wanted to really, people to see the growth vocally and and just see where I'm at in my life now. When you're putting it out so consistently, it's like there's no growth from the last the first record one to, to the, the second one. And it's like, all right, this sounds like what you already put out. Or are you on the same vibes or the same energy? You, the artist uh, artist that I noticed that with is er- Eric Bellinger. Eric Bellinger. I just did a show with him. Like, I, I love him to death. He's a great artist. Great. A great songwriter and everything. <laughs> but a lot of the stage. stuff sounds the same. He does. And he keeps, and he, he's dropping stuff. And he keeps yeah. dropping. It's like, and I feel like it's because, okay, you're trying to really break that threshold to get to that next level. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, well, sometimes that doesn't you don't get even you. really need that. Yeah. I, I would say if Eric Bellinger stopped making music for two years right now, I would still listen to stuff that came out five years ago. Yeah, because you get what I'm saying. Yeah, because it's crazy. a great. He got a great catalog. Yeah, he's half of what my R&B playlist is right yeah, now. Because yeah. he's just one of those people that I listen to. Um, now on the other spectrum, Doja Cat. Oh man, we've obviously seen a lot in the news. <laughs> You're a Doja, parent, Doja. <laughs> so how do you feel about? Like, do you have any thoughts on like how in the industry and music is? 
trying to cater to the young generation nowadays? Do you feel it's demonic? Do you not feel it's demonic? Um, like, do you believe in religion? Yeah. What's that? What's your thoughts? I'm a Christian, for okay. sure. Like, 100%. Me too. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it does bother me. Like, I can't, I'm not going to, like, front and say, as an, as an artist, as a creative, I always try to look at things with empathy and try to see it from the artist's point of view mm. and not take certain things so serious, mm -hmm. but, like, the whole demonic, like, bro, I never like playing with that type of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just think it's crazy that you literally look like one in your music video. Yeah. Like, I, I remember in the 90s and the late, early 2000s, late 90s, like, there was people that were doing weird stuff. Yeah. But now, it to me, it's just blanket. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I seen some of the YouTube comments on her video. Some of them are like, I got to go pray right now. Yeah. I like, mean, even the, the Grammy performance with uh, Sam Smith and that happened last year, I, I was tripping, bro. I was like, I cannot believe this is on television I right don't now. watch award shows, yeah. bro. So they were, like, dressed as the devil <laughs> on the award show, and it was crazy, bro. It was just nuts. Like, it was next level. Uh, the okay. uh, old time role, buddy. I'm going to have to watch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, Lil Nas X is a little insane. Yeah, I'm like, bro, like, y'all... It's just like I, I I get it, but at what cost, bro? Like at, yeah. I, I know you want to get people's attention and you want to keep them engaged, but at what like you cost? said, it's scripted. Yeah, it's it's definitely scripted. Like I don't know if I believe that they're actually worshiping well, the devil, you, but are you? But are you not worshiping the devil? Yeah, you, you doing that type yeah. of stuff. Well, let me ask you this: because did you see the, what happened with Hobson recently? No. I, so Hobson has the the whole album where he talks about he's having a conversation with God. Right. Right. Um. So. He was performing it, and his creative team put an upside-down cross behind him, and Whoa. he didn't know. Oh. So they were comments on his videos like, yo, are you, like, a part of the plant, and are they planting you in the industry, and blah, blah, blah. And he went live on Instagram and was like, yo, I fired the person that was on that. I, I didn't even know. Somebody had to show me a video of me to see that that was behind me. He's like, I believe in God. I'm not on that. That's what? Yeah. So it's like sometimes people that we can hire might implement something yeah, that we don't even with know. The, with, the, with the labels. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, Hobson is still independent. Yeah, definitely independent. So like we got to watch who we even put on our team. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, That's I feel like crazy. it's definitely... I mean, and maybe the the mistake, the upside down cross, probably for them, mm -hmm. it's a lot going on backstage at shows. So maybe, hey. maybe they just was like, "Oh, throw it up," and they're going to do something else, and they're not even realizing, like, "Oh, yo, the cross is upside down." Maybe I don't know. And that's what we have. To, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. We're not in the team. Yeah, yeah. But if my thing is, if Hobson is saying it, if yeah. I'm on Hobson's team, I should know what somewhat of what Hobson likes. Yeah. So you should know, yo, the cross is upside down. Like. <laughs> exactly this, this, this it wasn't an accident at all bro. like then that's what i mean it's like it's it's crazy like there's definitely some hands up there yeah that are doing some stuff that are, in my personal opinion yeah definitely like i don't know if it's facts yeah but that's, I, I mean it's just a lot of stuff just doesn't you'd be like yo really they just they just the way they playing with us and throwing it in our face and or playing off of it because maybe it gets more attention. Like I don't, I don't know, man. I just don't play with that stuff at all. Like I don't want ever. I don't ever want anyone to question your integrity. Yeah. Are, are you an Illuminati? Are you are you worshiping the devil? Yeah. I never want to give that impression yeah. through anything. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's where it, it for me. It's like okay, if you know that these things are being said, then acknowledge them. Like yeah. But they choose. So a lot of people don't acknowledge them. And oh that's yeah. Where at least Passive I aggressive. Like, well, maybe, maybe maybe it is. Maybe they are an Illuminati because mm -hmm. they're not even. Turning it down, saying, like, no, I worship God 
in the story. Like yeah. I worship Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Yeah, period. literally. <laughs> like literally. they don't they don't dead it. So it's like it leaves you wondering. Yeah. And it could be because the labels are like, no, I don't say nothing. Yeah. So we got it. We're gonna get you a lot of money. Don't worry about it. And then and they I'm, just like, all right, yeah, cool. Whatever. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, now let's. Obviously, you're a parent, so that has a lot to do with like how you feel and what you cater your beliefs to. Um, now, what was what is it? What is and what was challenging for you to be a creative and to be a parent, and how do you balance those two? Because obviously your kids are now artists. Yeah, You're like yeah. kind of like helping them become yeah. artists. So what's that look like? Uh, for my daughter, see my son, he's not, he's not really into, he was, and then he kind of was like, nah, I want to, I want to do other things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I'm never one to like force yeah. him to do anything. So we ain't trying to live our yeah. life through our kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, so my daughter, she's always had that like music ear. And when she finally said like, this is what I want to do. I was like, all right. You know, I had to talk with her. Like, you know, the music business is very hard. Yeah. So you got to love this for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, it's going to be a lot of disappointment, probably more disappointment than, than highs. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I'm going to be right here with you as long yeah. as I can be with you. You know what I mean? That's good. And, um, and just telling her to approach it with a serious energy. You know what I mean? Like, don't just, don't be in it just for the looks or, you know, just for the uh, acknowledgement. Do mm -hmm. it for you. You know what yeah. I mean? And I even had to learn that. Like, just yeah. daughter, I got like, who cares who liking, who not liking? Like, I, yeah. I don't care anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I noticed when I stopped caring, I was able to create differently and just be free in what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I tell, I tell like people that are close to me all the time, like at one point in time, I was a real big people pleaser. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And when I got out of that, things started shifting. Mm -hmm. And when I realized like, I can't make everybody happy. Yeah, yeah. There's never going to be a time where I can. And when that clicked, that's when things started happening. Mm -hmm. And I started realizing like, wow, this is what I'm capable that's of. That's the irony, bro. And it's, <laughs> it's a really crazy thought process that when you become more confident in yourself mm -hmm. and you become understanding that, yo, I'm human, I'm going to make mistakes. But as long as I'm not hurting nobody and I'm not messing with nobody else's life but mine, that's all that matters. Exactly. And that's, I feel like, where a lot of people get it mixed up is, like, they're so in everybody's business. Yeah, that's what... I, I just posted something the other day. I was like, I'm always rooting for you, but I'm focused on me. Yeah, literally. You know I mean, like, I'm rooting... If you're successful, amen. I, yeah, yeah. I'm rooting for you. Thing, but I gotta... But I gotta do yeah, what I gotta do. you gotta do. lock in with your life, and mm -hmm. you can't pay attention to how... how everybody else is making things happen or getting things done, because that's their route. That's yep. their journey, you know Exactly. I mean? And that's just how it is. Man... And to to like talk about the parent stuff again, like obviously you've been a parent for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm like I'm still in my 30s and my kids gonna be grown. Yeah, I, I, my friend, um, <laughs> that's nuts. My bro. friend for real, he's a DJ. He he's like, if I'm not mistaken, about to be like 39, and he's got like a 16 year old. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bruh, I'm gonna be 38 next year, and I barely got a two year old. Yeah. I'm like, y'all had kids early. Yeah, it was. And, and not only that, it's like, it's, you're going to be a, like. A kid raising a kid, basically. That, that's crazy, man. Yeah. But it changes your life. It does. It definitely. Um, and I talk to my son all the time. Like, hey, man, don't be getting no girl pregnant, bro. Like, mm -hmm. like, How old be, is he? My if you don't mind me asking. Uh, 14. He just turned oh, 14. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's see. a freshman in high school. And so you know, what high, school talk, huh? well, high school you going to? What high school you going to? I can't. Okay. My bad. My bad. My <laughs> I bad. can't put him on. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you off. Yeah, got you. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, Damn. Yeah, having that talk with him and just kind of yeah, it's it, because it change it does change your life, and a lot of people don't understand like yo, once you have a kid, 
it's about them now. Like now everything is them. They literally take up your whole life. Like yeah. and now you gotta make a lot more sacrifices than you normally wouldn't have had mm -hmm. to make. And so I just try to get them to understand that. Like, yes, kids are a blessing, but at Swarm Branding, we're not just a digital marketing agency. We're your key to online success. Let's take a closer look at the services that can transform your brand. Graphic design, web design, search engine optimization, print media, social media services, and content marketing services. Swarm Branding is your full-service digital marketing powerhouse committed to making your brand a digital sensation. Don't wait. Visit us today at swarmeverything.com. Once you have one, you, you your life a changes. lot of stuff changes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I noticed that even before I had kids, because when I got when I got with my wife, she had a, her son. Mm -hmm. And I when I started dating her, I had to take on the role of understanding, hey, you're dating somebody that already has a child, so you have to understand that you're immediately in a stepdad role. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm going to pursue something with you, like mm -hmm. if we're just dating yeah, yeah. and we're not being serious, that's different. But if mm -hmm. I'm going to pursue something with you, I have to take that knowledge on and think like, okay, he's a part of the picture too. Yep. You I get what I'm my, saying? My girl, she has a, a daughter. Yeah. So when son, you so. get with somebody like that, you and nowadays it's hard to find somebody that doesn't have children. Yeah. When Very I was true. single... From 2017 to 2019, bro, I had that thought process like I'm not dating a girl, and then <laughs> literally a year later it shifted. I was like, I can't, can't find nobody with no yeah. kids. Okay, well, hey, there we go. Yeah. And when I had my daughter, <laughs> life flipped upside down. Yeah, bro. Changing diapers is a whole different world. Bro. Yeah, it is. I don't miss that. Man, a lot of <laughs> oh, after this one, I'm not having no more. Nah, I, I, I'm done. I don't, miss, I don't miss the diapers, bro. And the sleep. You don't sleep bro. Newborn stage is the worst stage ever. Yeah, I is. love toddler, though. Yeah, toddler's My, cool. my daughter's just, like talking they, a little bit. Yeah, their personality started kicking. you like, oh, you, you act like your mama. She said no to me one day. I was like, Whole different world. I was like, no, you do not say that to me. You say that to your mom, but not me. What are you doing, bro? Now, to wrap up a little bit, you have is DJ so hype your manager? Yeah, that's, that's my brother. That's uh, yeah, he's my he's my road manager. Okay, so if we need to contact you, anybody, just to yeah, they can go through DJ So Hype. Uh, my actual manager, uh, Skrilla, he's also in my uh, bio. Okay, um, both of them on my Instagram bio, but like. Basically, them two, them two guys handle everything. Yeah, everything as far as like the business side and just kind of getting things in place for me because my life is a bit crazy. You know, with we kids. are crazy. Yeah, <laughs> with kids, we bro, it's just like bro, they it, take up your schedule for oh, sure. Yeah. So <laughs> I was just I was just doing another interview two days ago, and we were like, if I don't have a calendar, yeah, it's if it's not in the calendar, it ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> and like, is this actually happening or like, babe, I got this to do. Is it in the calendar? No. Okay, then it's not official until you put it in the calendar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's next? Um, man, just the album. Uh, just been working on the album. My last one was in 2020, um, self-titled uh, Carlos Ferrar, and then this next one. I don't have a title yet, but uh, January 2024. We gonna, can you uh, give us some scoop uh, on like what it's about? Like, um, is it just? I mean, I just try to develop and grow as an artist. So I really wanted to take on the task of just vocally. Um, cause a lot of, a lot of artists, R&B singers that sing and dance, they don't really get that recognition, man. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, he can sing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's more so like, yeah, he's a great entertainer. Like mm -hmm. Chris Brown's saying, you know what I mean? Or, or Usher. Cause Usher's an incredible vocalist. Like, 
people don't know. I think people up until recently didn't realize that. Yeah, because he came out with that one song yeah. recently where he's yeah. singing oh, high. Oh, my God. The falsetto? F- yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, Usher's back. Yeah, Usher, yeah. I ain't heard this Usher since 8701 <laughs> yeah, yeah, type the, thing. The falsetto is I was like, man. It's, it's crazy. But, yeah, just, just trying to really impress people vocally and... Um, just top what I did last time because I put a lot of heart and soul into that 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 last album I did, and it happened during it was COVID. Yeah. So I feel like it didn't really get a lot of like a lot of songs that I'm putting out um, that I put out recently mm-hmm. are off that album, and people are like oh like leave you alone. I dropped that joint like in what was it May of last year or something like mm-hmm. that, but it was it was out in 2020. Yeah. You know Nobody really knew yeah. it because like, there was yo, so this, much this going on hot. in the world. I'm yeah. like, yo, yo, but this has been out. You to know be know honest I mean? with you, that's when I found out about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, no, but and, and that's it's just the way that things, and that's another thing of, of advice I give to artists. Like, yo, if you if if something didn't hit the first time, just drop it again. <laughs> like, just keep. There's just a keep reason pushing. we have repurpose. Yeah, just keep, like just, just keep pushing it. If you really believe in it, just keep pushing it, and and it'll it'll happen. You know. Mm. What I mean? Just okay. So you got an album coming out in January. Uh, yep. Me and my boy, my brother uh, Lee, we started our, our label. We started that in 2020, but we're actually getting things together now. Okay. In place. Um, he just moved back out to Vegas, so we got that the record label. Uh, my artist Amir and my daughter Aaliyah, mm-hmm. um, both developing and getting ready to drop music, new music. Um, That's cool. And just uh, I'm my movie. It's out on Tubi. Hold, my hold, father's hold keeper. On, hold on. What? What? Yeah. What? My father's He's keeper. an actor too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my father's So you have out. a movie out yeah. on Tubi? Yeah. My Did father. you direct it? Or no, no, no. You just I'm, acted. In I'm just in it. I'm just in okay. it. Okay. Yeah. What's it about? Um, It is about a family, a drug dealing family, <laughs> that their father got into some, some bad stuff and he was murdered. Okay. And we're his sons and we try to avenge his murder, basically. That's like the basis of it. It gets okay. deeper, but I don't want to give it too much. Yeah, no, no. Don't yeah. give us it all. Yeah. But that's crazy. I I learn something new every day, bro. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm glad that you Thank stepped you. into that. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. It's it's not an everyday somebody can say they have a movie on a, on a TV network. Yeah. Or like that we're, they're a part of that type yeah, of thing. Exactly. So that's yeah. great. Congratulations. Yeah, definitely working on more projects in that direction. Um, I really, like anything I do, I really take serious. So, I, you know, acting lessons and just kind of developing in that space also as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just so people take it serious. Cause I feel like everybody just, a lot of people just do stuff to do it or cause they can. And that's just not the energy I move in. Like yeah. I've never been in that space to do something like yeah. just because I can do it or just cause the opportunity presents itself. Yeah. You want to at least know what you're doing. Yeah. Know what mm-hmm. you're doing and just, you know, do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Basically. Okay. Last question. What advice, like you just recently spoke about, do you have do you have for people that are trying to become a singer or an artist or just put themselves out there and get themselves like big opportunities like you've had? Um, my advice would be to develop your craft, definitely do the ten thousand hours, um, get you a solid team that an unselfish solid team that really believe in the vision. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the most important things and build the relationships and that's all you got to do and just stay consistent mm-hmm. build the relationships stay consistent um, and support other people it's alright to support people yeah you know what I mean like you that makes sense you know what I mean like definitely don't over support to where you're like so focused on what they're doing in their journey yeah and understand like everybody's we were speaking journey, about earlier yeah, everybody's journey is different understand that and it's gonna happen for you when it's supposed to happen for you but definitely you know show love and uh, be be humble, but don't be humble to the point to where you get overlooked. Like you gotta, for some reason, humans just respond to 
aggressiveness sometimes. So you sometimes you got to stand on like, yo, I'm that dude or I'm that I'm that woman, yeah. and, and stand in that energy, and people they're gonna respect it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? If you put in the work and your work matches what you're saying, yeah. Okay. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for agreeing to come on. Um, This has been episode six, Hive Hustle Podcast. Do me a favor, like, share, subscribe, uh, turn those post notifications on, and we'll see y'all the next time. Yeah. Peace. It's official now. The Hive Hustle Podcast about to sit you down. Go and fix your crown. This ain't a grain of salt. Pick your brain and thoughts, even through a major loss. Still remain a boss.